Last night, State of the Union address, President Biden giving his second one. I tell you what, there was love in the air. There's no question about that. A lot of passion in the room, and I don't know that we're ever going to go back to that dignified way of treating a president. It just it, it freaked me out a little bit last night. But I'm going to talk to somebody who was with the National Pundits last night because she's become one of them, and that's former United States Senator Heidi Heitkamp. Heidi, good to have you on News and Views. <laughs> You playing Pat Benatar, Joel. That that was my house cleaning music back in the early '80s. So it made me want to get up and start scrubbing the floor, man. That's that's Abby. That's part of Abby's jams. You know, I love purely coincidental. Good that was job. great. Good job. So so, let give me your take. What what did you see last night? What did you hear? Well, number one, let's calibrate what this speech was. It was the opening speech of the twenty. 20- 24 campaign for the president. He was testing messages. I think he got a little too detailed on on fees and a, a number of other things. It was a little low on kind of aspiration or inspiration, I guess. But, you know, he's laying out a plan and, you know, he mixed it up with them and, and went toe to toe. And I don't think you can say he lost. So, uh, you know, I, I think it is sad. And I know that we had a lot of discussion last night talking on the national media about whether it's a good thing or a bad thing that we've now turned into the British Parliament where somebody stands up and gets yelled at. Um, you know, I, I think there should be at least one event a year where everybody sits and you don't have to stand up and clap. You don't have to do anything. You can go to the cameras afterwards and say that was not a truthful statement. Um, you know, but but I really think we have lost. This is another step in the wrong direction. On civility, and you know, on both sides. I mean, you know, the amens on the other side. I, you know, the best State of the Union speech I loved was the one when there wasn't an audience and you could actually listen to what the plan was. You know, you say both sides, and I'm going to push back on that a little bit because there's one thing to clap or, or to just naturally, but to scream out liar. I mean, to, to, to scream like Marjorie Taylor Greene did and, and her little mini caucus did, you know, and I'm, I'm sitting there looking at Kelly Armstrong sitting right next to her smirking and I'm like, man, if you would have done that in Miss Melanie's class, she would have pulled you and Marjorie Taylor yeah. Greene in and brought out the Board of Education on you. You know, it just. Well, I, and, that, and, and, and the other side's going to point out when Nancy ripped up the speech and, so we're going, you know, with every year, there's a further escalation. And certainly the opposition party yesterday took it one step further and and really, I think, broke decorum. You know, we were all shocked a couple of years ago when someone yelled liar at uh, at Obama. Um, that was mild compared to what happened last night. Do, do you believe that the strategy of the speech itself now plays into knowing that someone like Taylor Green and others are going to do that? And what I mean by that is when it comes to Social Security, uh, he knew that the majority of the Republicans in the room were not uh, foolish enough politically to take on Social Security uh, the way he described well, it, it. Hold on. Yeah, let, let, but. but 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 he played into this knowing people like her were going to scream and he could use that to his advantage to say, look, I guess we got the problem solved. Well, number one, cutting Social Security is not the same in their mind as raising the age, as as doing some of the things that they intend to do, whether it's privatization, 
once again. And so we got to be a little careful when when uh, you say, well, now they've made a pledge not to cut Social Security. I don't know what that means. I mean, obviously, they aren't going to cut current benefits. But what does it look like for future generations who are going to rely on Social Security or are going to need Social Security for retirement? And so, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I think that they protest too much. Uh, and, and certainly Rick Scott, when he said some of you have talked about sunsetting the program, that's absolutely true. They're talking about a five-year, you know, in and out. And if Congress wants to pass it again, they can. But otherwise, the, the Social Security goes away. And that's in the plan. And no one can dispute that. In fact, that's the subject of controversy between Mitch McConnell and Rick Scott. It's the reason why Rick Scott lost a prize uh, uh, committee assignment on the Commerce Committee, because Mitch knew that what Scott did was not smart politically. But but it goes, it, you know, it isn't just Scott, because clearly he was the one that kind of set the table there. Senator Mike Lee, after uh, after the State of the Union last night, uh, was out there saying that President Biden lied, uh, that he looked confused, that he, that he was lying about their position on Social Security. It didn't take long for people to find video. Uh, just yeah. listen to this. <laughs> just uh, t- take a listen to cut three here from Senator Mike Lee. I'm here right now to tell you one thing that you probably haven't ever heard from a politician. It will be my objective to phase out Social Security, nice. to pull it up by the roots and get rid of it. Um, people who advise me politically always tell me that's dangerous, and I tell them, in that case, it's not worth my running. That's why I'm doing this, to get rid of that. Medicare and Medicaid are of the same sort and need to be pulled up. There. I mean, yeah. and, yet, and yet we're supposed <laughs> to apologize Joel. as Democrats uh, and Joel, say that, gee, we lied about that? In this day and age, there's always tape. <laughs> there is I always mean, I mean, How, how yeah. foolish does he look today? Well, and, and think about that. What you heard is that was said at a banquet. Somebody was taping it. You heard dishes clattering. It was probably uh, he did not think anyone was going to you know, be recording it. And, you know, the, the bottom line is, and let's let's kind of calibrate this, 63% of all government spending is in entitlement programs, right? So when people say, well, we need to cut the budget, only 15% of the budget is in discretionary domestic spending for things like, like education, for things like, um, you know, helping with the opioid crisis, um, for, for, um, uh, incentives for and grant programs for clean energy. That's a very small part of the budget. And so people who understand the budget understand that there needs to be a dialogue about what do we do with all of government spending if we're going to get this under control. And, you know, the, the, and, and remember, the other thing is during the speaker debate about who was going to be speaker, the hardcore group of 20 actually talked about needing to have entitlement reform. And so this whole idea that, that Biden lied is absolutely a crock. He didn't lie. It doesn't mean that there shouldn't be a discussion about it, but let's not pretend that he invented this out of whole cloth. Well, you just heard from Senator Mike Lee what his intentions yeah. were. You just heard one of the reasons that he ran for political office, and that is a window into their heart, their soul, and their mind about Social Security and Medicare. And we're about to have a huge debate on, on infrastructure, or not on infrastructure, uh, a huge debate on the deficit.
We are. Uh, Hyde, I want you to take a listen to this and then hang with me. I'll get you to comment uh, on it. You, you've done this show for four months uh, straight for me when I was in the legislature, so I know you know the, the schedule of this show. But w- when we come back, I, I just want you to, to comment on this. But take a listen to clip number two. In the last two years, my administration has cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion. The largest deficit reduction in American history. <clears throat> Under the previous administration, the American deficit went up four years in a row. Because those record deficits, no president added more to the national debt in any four years than my predecessor. Nearly 25 percent of the entire national debt that took over 200 years to accumulate was added by just one administration alone, the last one. They're the facts. Check it out. Check it out. How did Congress respond to that debt? They did the right thing. They lifted the debt ceiling three times without preconditions or crisis. They paid American bills to prevent an economic disaster in the country. So tonight I'm asking the Congress to follow suit. Let's commit here tonight to the full faith and credit of the United States of America will never, ever be questioned. So my many, some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it, unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. And I tell you, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond, folks. Well, there, and I want to get Heidi's take on all of that. We're talking about the debt ceiling. We're talking about uh, whether or not uh, the you know deficit was built under the previous administration or not. These are numbers. These are facts. Heidi, you were always the best one in my whole family at that. That's one of the reasons you were made tax commissioner is because you're good at it. Somebody's lying. Either Joe Biden's lying or the people yelling <laughs> boo are lying. Who's lying? Well, you, you, you don't need to um, trust me. Trust the numbers. It clearly grew for the last four years, grew the debt 25%. It went from about 102% of GDP when he took over to 129% of GDP. And it's actually gone down as a percentage of GDP uh, in the Biden years. And so, you know, you can say, well, it really wasn't his fault because it was COVID and all the money that went out the door on COVID. But we were growing a huge debt or deficit even when there wasn't COVID under the Trump years. And the idea that the tax bill was going to pay for itself was never true. 
And so that that the tax reductions, you can argue whether those were good or bad. But one thing that we knew at the time that they passed is they were not going to pay for themselves and they're going to drive up deficit spending. And so, you know, all those people yelling at him, I don't know if they don't know how to look at numbers, if they don't really understand the debt and deficits, but they need to go back and take a look. Um, I'm not going to call them liars. I'm just going to call them ill-informed. <laughs> they're lying. They're lying. They know. I mean, Heidi, they're lying. Just like Mike Lee lied about Social Security. If they're going to stand in the well of the of the House and scream at the President of the United States and make our country look as foolish as the British Parliament at times, then a guy should get to yell it back. They're lying. I mean, the, the deficit exploded under Donald Trump, and they never once had a hard time raising the and, debt ceiling because they had right. to. And it was a clean raise. It wasn't like we're going to put caps on. You know, the, the bottom line, and here is the, my, my axe to grind. You got elected to lead, McCarthy and the majority. Put a plan on the table. Pass something. I mean, this idea that I need to go in a negotiation, you don't need to negotiate. If you want to do something about debt and deficit, you have the power right now to pass a bill that raises the debt limit and puts caps on the budget. They don't want to do it alone because they don't want the political risk that comes with it. And so the, 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 this idea that somehow Joe Biden is obligated to negotiate, they're obligated to legislate. And they're obligated to do the right thing and pay the debts of this, of this United States of America and fulfill the full faith and credit of, of our currency or we are going to be in big trouble. It reminded me of Donald Trump's pledge to get rid of Obamacare, uh, and they never came up with an alternative. He said, uh, you know, right. we've got a plan, we've got a plan. They never <laughs> rolled a plan out. I mean, nobody, and in the end, more and more people, uh, you know, signed up for Obamacare. I mean, it, it looked it looks that foolish. Yeah, and it's interesting because the numbers just came out for the first six months. We actually have one of the lowest rates of uninsured people in the country right now. And, you, you know, you want to thank someone, thank John McCain and uh, Lisa Murkowski and, and Susan Collins, who voted no. Yeah, to exactly. Obama. Uh, the, the, the walk to the podium and putting the yep. thumb down, one of the best times in American history. Heidi, thank you. I know you the bet. national pundits are tugging at you. Thanks for giving us some time. <laughs> Appreciate it. Got to go. Bye-bye. Yep. She cheats at cards, ladies and gentlemen. Now that she's gone, I can say that, where she can't defend it. She doesn't really, but she gets really lucky at times.